0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a handful of federal employees will be asked about their benefits over the next couple of months. In an effort to quell any rumors about the 2020 count, census experts are taking to the Internet... Social Security Administration comes to an agreement with a major federal employees union. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Some federal employees will get a chance to sound off about their benefits this fall. That's when the Office of Personnel Management says it'll administer the Federal Employee Benefits Survey to a sample of 50,000 employees. The goal is to measure the importance, value, and adequacy of federal benefits to make sure they meet employees' needs. The survey will also evaluate whether employees actually understand their benefits. The survey will run for four weeks online. Employees will receive a link to take the survey by email. Census experts are taking to Reddit to dispel some of the myths and rumors surrounding the 2020 count. The social media platform has launched a series of Ask Me Anything online chats to get ahead of any misinformation campaigns about the census. The AMA chats will feature former congressional staffers, academics, and good government groups. The Social Security Administration has reached a six-year bargaining agreement with the American Federation of Government Employees. The two parties have agreed to give AFGE some office space and an official time bank of 125,000 hours. Twenty union representatives will be capped at 840 hours of official time, while other representatives will get a 400-hour cap. The Federal Conciliation and Mediation Service praised the compromises the two parties made to reach the agreement both the union and SSA have been negotiating for over a year. The White House extended 30 federal advisory committees for another two years. President Donald Trump signed an executive order giving life to these committees through September 30th, 2021. The committees include the president's National Security Telecommunications Advisory Committee, the National Industrial Security Program Policy Advisory Committee, and the National Infrastructure Advisory Council. The order comes despite the administration's mandate to reduce the number of federal advisory committees. Veterans Affairs is updating its medical information sharing guidelines for veterans who use community care. VA will now automatically share veterans' medical information electronically with community providers using its Veterans Health Information Exchange. Veterans who don't want their information shared must opt out by submitting a form to the nearest VA medical center. Veterans who previously opted out don't need to do it again. The VA Mission Act allowed VA to change its medical information sharing procedures. A bipartisan bill in the Senate would set up a one-stop shop for agencies to post their annual budget justification documents. The bill would task the Office of Management and Budget with keeping track of when agencies submit their budget justifications to Congress and providing links to the documents on a single web page. Senators Rob Portman and Gary Peters say the bill would make federal spending data more transparent. House Armed Services Committee ranking member Mac Thornberry announces he's retiring at the end of his term, Thornberry served as chair of the committee from 2015 to 2019. Thornberry is responsible for many of the acquisition reforms added to the defense policy laws over the years. In 25 years and 13 terms, he helped push acquisition authority back down to the military services and reduce paperwork requirements for program managers. Thornberry is the sixth Texas Republican to announce plans to leave Congress. More leadership changes at the top of the Defense Department. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. Army General Mark Milley was sworn in yesterday as the 20th Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Milley had been the Army's top officer. He replaces Marine Corps General Joseph Dunford, who is retiring, as the top military advisor to the President and the Secretary of Defense. Also yesterday, Ryan McCarthy took over as Secretary of the Army. That position opened up when the Senate confirmed Mark Esper as the new Defense Secretary this summer. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Air Force's Air University Officer Training School graduates its largest class since 1967. Dubbed the Godzilla class, the school trained 800 new officers. The training school was forced to take on such a big group to make up for holes in ROTC and Air Force Academy sessions. It was also in a time crunch to finish training officers by the end of the fiscal year. Military services and agencies take a step closer towards fully managed IT services. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. The Army awards three proof-of-concept contracts for Enterprise IT as a Service. The Defense Health Agency released a request for information as part of its market intelligence to outsource much of its technology management. The Air Force extends its ongoing pilot for another year and adds $45 million to the total. These are three of the latest examples of how Enterprise IT as a Service is taking hold across DOD. The much-anticipated awards by the Army went to AT&T, Microsoft, and Verizon, worth more than a total of $34 million to run its proof of concept. I'm Jason Miller. And there has been progress in the IRS not rehiring former employees with a history of performance issues, but its top watchdog says there's still room for improvement. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration found that out of 1,500 employees the agency rehired between October 2017 and June 2018, only 2% had prior performance issues. That's compared to 10% of rehires TIGDA flagged between 2015 and 2016. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.